In today's episode, we will be talking about bank fixed deposits in a country where it was chosen as the leading investment instrument in 2018. Can you guess which country we are talking about? Hi, I'm Feng Yi from Bond Superman. Welcome to another episode of our podcast series where we hold discussions on the fixed income space. Let's start off with a quick question. Do you know which country offers the best deposit interest rate? It's Argentina at 37.64%. Well, of course, we have to take into account that they face a high inflation rate as well. Still, the number sounds surprising because it's a huge difference in Singapore. The last time we were able to be we were able to get say 2% was before the 2000s. The banks have since lowered their rates to below 1%. Today, we will be looking at bank fixed deposits in India where it was chosen as the leading investment instrument in 2018. While banks in India, such as the State Bank of India, have raised interest rates on various FD tenures recently, is it sufficient to combat the rising rate of inflation? We are talking about a country where fixed deposit rates for a tenor of 2-3 to three years are looking at around 5% to 5.2% per annum. That's jaw-dropping, especially if you were to compare it with US Treasuries at 2.41%, EU bonds at 0.97%, and even Chinese government bonds at 2.85%. Today, we are pleased to have with us Warren Lobo, Research Analyst at IFAS Financial India. Hi, Warren. Hi. Thank you for joining us and answering to some of the questions we have. So according to a survey in 2019, 95% of Indian families preferred bank fixed deposits over investing their monies into other high return options. Fixed deposits, or term deposits, have consistently maintained a lion's share of deposits with banks. The share of fixed deposits remained over 60% throughout 2013 to 2015. Warren, what do you think is the reason behind their keen interest in fixed deposits? Uh, so the very notion of India being a country of savers is outdated uh, because Indians tend to focus more on current expenses rather than uh, saving and planning for the future. Even a major portion of the people that do some amount of retirement planning, uh, they would invest primarily in life insurance and of course fixed deposits. Mm, I see. While it is still the largest chunk of the deposits made with bank, the share fell to 57.7% in 2017 to 2018. Back in 1995, State Bank of India offered an interest rate of 13% on deposits of more than 3 years. FDs, fixed deposits were a low-risk, high-interest investment then, but things have since changed. Is India's love for fixed deposit fading? And have you observed any interesting change in investment trends, Warren? Uh, I wouldn't say that India's love for fixed deposits has faded. Uh, it has surely taken a different shape. Uh, where we had people investing solely in bank fixed deposits, uh, these people have now started to move towards uh, corporate fixed deposits and debt-based mutual funds. Take, for instance, something like a corporate bond fund. And this transition took place over a period of time as people started to believe that these products are as secure as fixed deposits while also providing a higher coupon rate. 
Um, however, an interesting trend that we are noticing with Indians is that they are becoming far more cautious before investing in banks or corporate fixed deposits, or for that matter, even the debt mutual funds that I just spoke about. The major reason behind this is the number of defaults that have taken place in the past few years. We saw a youth private sector bank like Yes Bank. We saw multiple cooperative banks uh, and a few corporates that had some liquidity concerns and were not able to pay back as promised. This has raised some questions regarding the repayment ability of such instruments and has hence made investors cautious. Right. Okay. Um, you mentioned bank fixed deposits and also corporate fixed deposits. So the concept of corporate fixed deposit is somewhat foreign because like in Singapore, we don't actually have that. We only have bank fixed deposits. So could you share with me a little more about corporate fixed deposits and the differences? Sure. Uh, the core difference between bank and corporate fixed deposits lies in the rate of interest that is offered. Uh, the corporate fixed deposits tend to offer a higher interest rate as compared to banks. Uh, with that being said, fixed deposits opened with scheduled banks are covered under the deposit insurance scheme, where any sort of deposit that is made with them is covered up to 5 lakhs in case of any liquidity concerns with the bank. Uh, corporate fixed deposits carry no such insurance and hence any default by the company would result in a loss of the entire investment. Mm, okay. Um, what about the difference between a corporate fixed deposit and a corporate bond then? The essential difference between uh, corporate fixed deposits and corporate bonds uh, can be defined using two core factors, namely risk return and ticket size. Uh, corporate bonds are sensitive to interest rate changes because of which they may enjoy higher returns. On the other hand, corporate deposits have a locked-in interest rate, which may sometimes get locked in at a lower rate than a bond. Uh, to put it simply, the returns expected in a corporate bond are exposed to an interest rate risk. The other core differentiating factor between these two instruments is the ticket size. Uh, most corporate bonds have a minimum investment criterion of at least 10 lakhs, whereas a corporate deposit goes at around 5,000 rupees. Uh, the corporate bond market in India is still very unorganized and is only accessed by a handful of people that have access to these big ticket transactions. I see. Okay. Um, that sounds similar to the retail bond concept we have here in Singapore, where investors can buy and sell such bonds on the Singapore exchange in minimum trade sizes of 1,000 units. And in comparison, the wholesale bonds distributed to institutional and accredited investors trade in minimum denominations of 250,000. Correct. So what you'll notice is that some investors prefer taking exposure to corporate bonds through corporate bond funds because uh, these funds tend to generally be more diversified. Uh, not just that the corporate bond market in India, considering it's very grey and can only be accessed by a few high-ticket investors, the only way a retail investor can gain exposure to this bond market is through corporate bond funds that are offered by multiple asset management houses in India. Mm, okay, okay, I see. So the Reserve Bank of India recently announced that the repo and reverse rates remain at 4% and 3.35% respectively. The Estate Bank of India and HDFC Bank were among the banks that hiked the interest rates on their fixed deposit after, 
while the Reserve Bank of India kept the policy rates unchanged. Why are banks increasing the fixed deposit interest rates, Warren? Um, in India, the rate of inflation is increasing. Uh, one of the key factors that influence interest rate levels is inflation. Uh, the higher the rate of inflation and the higher is the likelihood of a rise in interest rates. This happens because lenders will demand higher interest rates in order to compensate for the eventual loss of buying power of the money that they paid. Uh, since India's inflation rate is rising, most banks are raising their FD rates to safeguard consumers from potential increases in inflation. Moreover, the RBI is also likely to increase interest rates due to the robust economic growth in the country. Mm. And it's not just India facing this issue. Inflation has been the talk of the town for the last few months as both wholesale and consumer price inflation have skyrocketed. Correct. So by and large, uh, any sort of warlike scenario like the current Russia-Ukraine one is bound to bring about an increase in demand which is going to push inflation higher. Uh, the market is expecting some aggressive rate hikes by the Federal Reserve to curb inflation. Uh, and this is reflected in the yield of the US two-year Treasury note, which is at its highest level since April 2019. Uh, if I were to talk about the scenario with reference to India, in the near term, a rising energy and commodity costs may pose an upside risk to the inflation outlook. However, given the inherently unsustainable nature of high prices, uh, international commodity prices are expected to taper off eventually because they can't stay that high for that long. Uh, with the prices of crude oil and commodities shooting up, the cost of India's imports has also increased a bit. Uh, with that being said, the impact on growth, inflation, the current account and fiscal deficits uh, will be determined by how long-term commodity prices remain unsustainably high. Mm, I see. Okay. So India's benchmark inflation rate measured by the Consumer Price Index rose to 6.01% year-on-year in January this year. Despite the hikes introduced by banks, as we have discussed earlier, most are offering rates below 6%. If we were to take a step back and look at countries with the world's highest interest rates on deposit accounts and the effect of inflation on those interest rates, many are not offering enough to combat inflation. So here comes the big question. Are, F, are banks' fixed deposits in India still a viable option for investors who are looking to beat inflation? Um, I guess it's like I said before, uh, bank fixed deposits in India are more of a comfort product than a viable investment option. The reason I say that is because uh, the real returns from bank FDs are still negative. Uh, and when I say real returns, I'm talking about the difference between the interest rate provided by the fixed deposit and the overall inflation rate. So say, for instance, if a bank's one-year FD rate is at about 6% and you have your inflation that is pegged at around 6.25%, the investor loses out on that 0.25%. It's still a negative 0.25 return. Uh, moreover, any interest earned on fixed deposits is taxed at the marginal tax slab rate. So if you have an FD that has an interest rate of around 6% and you fall in the 20% tax bracket, so that is 20% of your returns gone. Uh, at the end, your actual return will be around 4.8% or so. Uh, now with India's current inflation that is pegged at around 6% plus, an investor is nowhere even close to beating inflation by investing in fixed deposits. Okay, my next question will be, 
If not bank fixed deposits, then what? You know, India's 10-year government bond yield remained close to a 32-month high of around 6.8% as investors ran away from riskier assets given the Russian-Ukraine conflict and a rally in crude oil prices. While it's not the highest, 6.8% still provides a higher return that can beat the 6% inflation if we just look at the plain numbers as of now. So, should bank fixed deposit holders turn to alternatives such as bonds or other asset classes? Uh, you can't really pick one over the other. Uh, bank fixed deposits uh, do come with lower interest rates, but they also come with an insurance uh, that is provided by the government that brings down the risk significantly. Uh, whereas in the case of corporate deposits, you do get inflation beating interest rates. Uh, but an investor also has to exercise a lot of caution because there is no default protection with these deposits. Uh, with that being said, most corporate deposits in India are of AAA or AA quality. And they also come with a senior citizen's benefit with an additional 30-odd basis points over and above the existing yield that can be provided. Uh, taking an exposure to corporate bonds in India directly may not be feasible for many investors considering the ticket size and opacity of the market. Uh, however, an exposure to corporate bond funds would not only come with a better risk-return profile, but it also allows the investor gain, uh, to gain an exposure to a diversified portfolio of debt instruments at a smaller ticket size. Uh, needless to say, because of the diversified nature of such funds, the default risk also reduces drastically. Mm, interesting. Uh, so at what age do you actually qualify as a senior citizen? Oh, any citizen that is uh, age 60 years or above, they qualify as senior citizens. Right. Okay, okay. Um, why, are fi- why are corporate deposits in India mostly AAA or AA quality? So as of now, there are a lot of regulations surrounding companies with low credit quality that want to raise debt through corporate deposits. And they are not really allowed to invite the general public to invest in their deposits. Uh, At the most, these companies could uh, invite a select few investors or known people or family members, friends. Uh, On the other hand, if I wanted to invest in a corporate deposit of, say, a well-reputed company that is AA or AAA rated, like uh, a Bajaj Finance or Tata Motors, uh, I would go anywhere on the internet and invest in them. Uh, but that is something that is not possible with companies that have uh, a low credit quality. These regulations uh, have been put in place by authorities to protect retail investors from investing in low credit quality companies. Considering that a normal retail investor is not as savvy to do his due diligence check of sorts to find out about the financial health of such companies. And since we have already seen in the past uh, multiple companies default in India, uh, so recently, this has become a very important step, putting these regulations in place. Mm, right, I understand. Okay, um, could you share with me more about the corporate bond market then? How are the yields like for companies with different credit ratings? So speaking of bonds, uh, companies that tend to have lower than expected credit quality uh, tend to offer higher yields in order to make the instrument attractive. But with the recent rise in default rates, investors have become skeptical about such high-yielding products. Uh, The difference in yields between a high-credit-quality company and a low-credit-quality company 
can lie anywhere between 100 to 500 basis points and sometimes even more. Um, to cite an example, if a normal AAA or AA rated company released a bond and provided around say 7 to 8%, uh, you could have an A- minus or a AA- minus rated company providing around 10 to 14%. Mm, okay. That was really insightful, Warren. Thank you so much for sharing with us more about the fixed income instruments in India. Thanks for having me. This episode was brought to you by Bond Supermart. I'm Feng Yi and our guest speaker with us today is Warren Lobo, Research Analyst at IFAS Financial India. Follow Bond Supermart on Twitter, Facebook and Telegram to get first-hand updates on new bond issues, credit updates and special events. For bond information and articles, visit our website bondsupermart.com. Thanks for listening and see you soon.